0: Hey everybody, this is Reese here uh, with What Does the Bible Say About That? Just wanted to preface this podcast by letting you know we are changing, or are experimenting with a change in our intro music. It's not very important, but um, yeah, if you like it more or don't, <laughs> let us know and we can you know go back to the old one, um, but we're just changing things up a bit, so uh, here we go. Welcome everybody to, to what, what does, does uh, what does the Bible say about that? Sorry, I'm just we're not in, we're not one. Da, 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 da. What does the Bible say about that? Yeah, welcome everybody. Um, hey, Reese needs to issue an apology. It's true. Um, you may have already noticed the quality of the audio of this podcast is a little bit lower than usual. That's because we do not have our, our standard microphone today for reasons which, well, they're not. It's okay. We don't need to talk about that. Yep. But um, it should be better next time. We're doing this on my phone. So bear with us. Hopefully you can still hear us. Bear with us? Bear. She Bear. Elijah, the 42. Sorry. Okay. Let's get started. What are we talking about today, Will? Today's topic mm-hmm. is what does... Today's topic is church meetings. Dang it. You're dang- being a little slow there. Yeah, I was okay. getting impatient. Yeah. What does the Bible say about church meetings? Church meetings. Yeah. I think it's a natural progression from the last two. Which were? Which were spiritual gifts, right? Mm-hmm. And then specifically prophesying. Yeah. Um, because I guess where those gifts and where prophesying would be exercised or functioning yeah. would be in church meetings, right? I mean, presumably, mm-hmm. I don't know where else, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, they say you can speak in, Paul said, speak in tongues at your own house, you know, alone, right? And then yeah. he says, but prophesying, not so much, so... Anyways, yeah. Um, church meetings. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, why are, what, are, what do we mean by church meetings? Why are we talking about church meetings? Mm-hmm. You want to give some context there? Yeah, like, let's give some context. It. Okay. So, I think one of the things to
1: address with the church meetings is, uh, just to start off, what does, the, does the church meetings in today's world, specifically in our world, America, Western Christianity, can we see it in the Bible? And
0: mm. you
1: know, if we can't, then why? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, maybe address some problems with like what <laughs> so that's a gulp there. Man, that went down the wrong way. Sorry, keep going. Okay, yeah. So, and then address the problems with you know maybe what, what the difference between what the Bible says and how we're practicing.
0: Mm-hmm. How
1: does it affect us? Negative, positive.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: how can we change should we change
0: yeah yeah i think um i think you know i i've talked with you a little bit kind of about your experience talked to some others in my experience too i think for most christians like you said like in the west um we would we all probably have a similar experience maybe there's some difference but you know especially like in high school for me um I would go to my, you know, church meeting um, on Sunday, the Lord's Day, as, as John calls it in Revelation, um, and I would, you know, hear, I would sing, worship, right? Um, we'll have to do a podcast on what is worship. We would sing, um, and, you know, it felt good, and I, you know, I, I enjoyed that praising the Lord and appreciating... What he did for me and my singing, you know, like that brought it out for me. And then you'd hear a message, right? From yeah. a from a pastor or a preacher or whatever you call him. And then you would leave. Or maybe you go to lunch, maybe with some church friends, you made some friends in the church. Yeah. Um, not everyone has people they know even in their congregations, but um yeah, you maybe you know some people, you go to lunch, and you get to see the, your church friends and then you leave and you go live your regular life. Mm-hmm. And maybe you go even on Wednesday nights if you're yeah. a super Christian uh, and you get a little extra fuel in you yeah. for midweek so that by next Sunday you're not totally just dead and needing to be revived at the meeting. Um, yeah. And it's pretty like cyclical. You're just taking it week by week and kind of in between, you're just you know, struggling to survive. I didn't think about my sermons like throughout the week. I don't know about you um um
1: no, not really,
0: not really- maybe, maybe some people Maybe do. If I came across some notes or something that I took, yeah,
1: you know, and maybe too. It's like you have the Sunday, Wednesday, and then sometimes you know some some churches some groups of believers will have these like men's groups or women's groups, and uh-huh. it's like you go there, but it it, it to me it was never quite what I wanted, you know. There would be hmm. some times where it's like anyways, it, it just wasn't it didn't it didn't push me along like I wished or Okay. And I feel like I feel like that is kind of
0: the main burden that we kinda of were hitting at, right? Yeah, I guess maybe the big thing is is you go meeting by meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Right. Meeting by meeting you're living meeting by meeting. Right. Um and so yeah, that that's kind of I think characteristic of what most people would say is kind of a problem. In the church, I think maybe we don't talk about it too much, but we all kind of know there's something wrong about this kind of way of living when you compare it to the bible
1: mm-hmm. um and also I think sometimes maybe if there's if you don't see that there's a problem, mm-hmm. it might be because you just have been in the way so long, yeah, you've been doing
0: it this way so long,
1: you don't know it's different
0: right right I think too okay so. So there's that. I think most people are aware to some extent. Yeah. And even if they're hearing this now, maybe they weren't, but they're like, yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of my experience. Mm-hmm. But there's also, and we've been talking about this recently, there's, there's potentially a bigger problem, actually, um, in cr- yeah. the way Christians meet uh, and way we, we used to meet. And that is actually having to do with the functioning of all the believers. Um, When, you know, I, I don't know about you. I, when I was, you know, my junior and senior year of high school, I actually was, I'd just been saved. And so I'm really like loving the Bible, loving some Christian books, some ministry I'm reading. And I'm just like, I've got a lot that I want to tell people and I'm, I'm appreciating of the Lord in my personal time. So, um, but then I come on Sunday and I hear what one other guy Mm -hmm. is appreciating and his you know enjoyment and his study and and um there wasn't an outlet for me I suppose yeah that's to share yeah. yeah um there's a verse that comes to mind um I have here uh is 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 this our banner verse? I don't think this is our banner verse. Okay, it's okay. We should yeah I don't think this would characterize the okay. anyways okay here is a verse about this in Ephesians 4 um verse 7 but to each one mm-hmm. of us grace was given according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Every single, um, believer or member of the body has been apportioned some grace. Um, and each one has a function according to right. First Corinthians 12 and Romans 12. Um, so everyone has something, some function, um, but in the typical church meeting, um, one person is functioning, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's okay to say.
0: Yeah. So I think that, that it's kind of this, that there is a problem of the, you know, going week by week, but there's also a, potentially a bigger problem, I would say, actually, in this, um, the setting of what actually even happens in those meetings. Namely, um, one person, you could say, is over-functioning well, other members are... Uh, there's this book, I forget who wrote it. It's called God's Frozen People. Mm. But it's basically like, even though we might not have an official priesthood, right. there's a, a pragmatic priesthood. Um, right. We act as if there's one person doing it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not just a problem because of that verse. I mean, there's a, there, there's a reason why this is a huge problem. Right. Yeah, I think, um, I, yeah,
1: and it's like later on in the verse, there's a I mean, sorry, later mm-hmm. on in the chapter... Ephesians 4.16, it says, From whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Wow, yeah. It's like the main point here is that the body needs to grow and build itself up. Mm -hmm. And it does that by means of each joint working together, each part working properly.
0: Yeah, my, my version says... Through every joint of the rich supply supply. and through the operation in the measure of each one part causes the growth of the body. Mm Yeah. So yeah, this problem is not just about, you know, well, I have something to say, but it's actually, (laughs) is a matter of like, in order for the body, according to this verse, to be built up, all the parts need to be functioning and functioning properly. Yeah. So, I mean, it. this isn't just about, you know, kind of how how are you encouraged for the week? Yeah. This is, is the body being built? Is the church being mm-hmm. built? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I would say even
1: because it's a matter, because the he puts it in this, he, as in Paul, puts mm. it in this context of a body. Yeah. Like when your body is growing and it's functioning and... Things are happening. Mm-hmm. You can tell. You can feel it. You can experience it. Yeah, and I think a lot of the what we were talking about earlier, as far as what the the um, meetings are resulting in, mm-hmm. as far as today is, we're lacking. We're mm. lacking this growth, and right. because we're lacking this growth, it's it's taking a toll on us individually. We may not right. be reaching our
0: full potential as believers. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the body analogy is. Right, if one if my right arm is functioning all day long, but the rest of me is sitting in my bed, then all my other muscles are going to wither. Yeah. and my right arm is going to be huge. Right, um, you know, in, in biology we call like one part over functioning or doing too much that's a cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's actually there's a verse in between, in Ephesians four. Um, where it talks about even like the, maybe the more gifted members, you could say um, those who have maybe more to say or more in their function, they've been apportioned more. Yeah. Even their role, it says in verse um, twelve, their role is for the perfecting of the saints, the other saints, unto the work of the ministry, unto the building up of the body of Christ. So maybe you're a an apostle will, and you know you're you've got a whole lot you know yeah. for the churches. for sure. Your job is actually not to go do everything. Your job is to perfect me mm-hmm. so that I can work the ministry. Right. It's to, it's you bring all people into your function. You're, you are perfecting the others to do what you do. Yeah, that's a great
1: point. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Because it's the, the more gifted members are for that. Right.
1: That's, yeah, that's a good point.
0: And I think there's a, there's a bigger, there's, I mean, maybe to bring it more like, you know, this is, this is on a, a wide scale. Like, in order, if every, for all the members to function, that would cause the building up of the body of Christ, right which we know from the kind of the first podcast we did that fulfills god 's eternal purpose, yeah, but in our own lives, it's like this is also something we need, yeah, you know um it for two reasons, I would say one, like when I have this kind of an intimate um this kind of an intimate involvement i guess in quote unquote church um I'm having a way to speak; it helps me, you know. It allows me to function properly, and I, I actually enjoy that. You know, we should all, we would all enjoy to have an outlet to share. But I would actually get encouraged by you sharing with me, right? And actually, in that setting, I mean, it says it's done in love, so this not it's not just like sharing doctrines; like it's about our personal experience of Christ. Yeah, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like how can, because how, how can we individually
1: come into our, basically our function mm-hmm. in this way. Because we all, if you have Christ, you're part of the body, you're a member of the body, and you need to function. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? Maybe that doesn't look like you standing up in front of, or behind a podium yeah. speaking. Yeah. Um, now we did talk about last week, all may prophesy. So there is a measure of Christ that you can speak, and we must speak. Yeah. Um, but there's also other ways. So here here's a verse. Okay. This is in this is in Galatians chapter 6 verse 2. It says bear one another's burdens. Uh sorry. It says bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Wow. And um I just really like this verse especially in the light of what we're talking about cuz this is a way that we start functioning. Mm-hmm. Is I mean it, you put it in the, I mean still the context of the body. You have so many members function... Like, if there's a burden, or if there's, let's say, say you're carrying a weight, you know, or you're carrying... Let's just say you go to the grocery store, you just bought some stuff, they put it in grocery bags, and you yeah. need to carry it to your car. Yeah. Your whole... I mean, by the time you get to your car, I don't know about you, but, like, I'm tired. Yeah. My arms are tired, my shoulders are tired. Yeah. You have other members... I mean, you're, you know, your hands are working to hold the bags, your elbows are working to holding your hands up I mean I, yeah, whatever I don't yeah, know. but what I'm saying is each member is is carrying one another 's burdens, right, and a lot of times
0: this um, lacks by the way we meet right I mean the the kind of the outward setting I guess of how we meet um, either encourages or discourages this kind of a life where yeah. there's bearing of burdens and there's many who are able to function mm-hmm. so the, the the way we meet outwardly. It might not seem very important, but um, really like for these more personal matters, like how am I going to be cared for as far as what I'm going through and how can I care for you with what you're going through, right? right? That setting needs to be encouraged. Like that is Mm -hmm. what our meetings are for. Um, So there's actually a verse in in Acts. We may have already talked about it in another podcast, but I think we should bring it up again. kind of 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 how the early church used to actually meet. I mean, we're talking about how did they meet. Um, This is what the Bible says about it. So how did they meet? And in this kind of setting, this must be how that's done. How all the members can function and how the burdens can be borne. So in Acts 2, verse 46, it says, um, And day by day, continuing steadfastly with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They partook of their food with exaltation and simplicity of heart. So, the way the early church used to meet it is they would, they had a church, uh, a church life, a living at, uh, that was church. Yeah, they were in a new community. Maybe you know we, uh, it this idea of the the nuclear family in American society and in the West, it it's a new concept, but. Um, you know back then um in especially in the church communities, they were very like much you know a community. It was not just like "I have my mom, my dad, and my kids and that's that's our life right It was we are going house to house with this um they're they're a gr- part of a greater community so there there's more community even in just like older nations, you could say, but when it comes to the church, it was com- that to the max. In yeah. um, Ephesians 2, it talks about we're now part of the family of God, the household of God. Yeah. So when we are saved and we're brought into the church, we're actually brought into God's family. And in that family, there's no distinction in who owns what. Um, there's no, you know, I mean, I have you over for dinner, you have me over for dinner. We are enjoying life together and yeah. living life together. Mm-hmm. And it's in that setting that, I can get to know you in a personal way, where I can bear your burdens. Um, you know me, and it's not just a support group. It's I can pray for you. Yeah, you can pray for me. I can share my experience of Christ in a similar situation that might help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in this kind of an atmosphere that really the body can be built. Yeah, in this way of meeting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I would even bring up
1: the point too. Like, just encourage our listeners to consider the thought of this. It it, it says just to bring out the verse a little bit, it says day by day. So there's Mm -hmm. the first thing that where we see a difference in Mm -hmm. our way we meet versus what the new Testament says day by day day by day. Right. And then it says breaking bread in their homes, right in their homes. Right. (laughs) And then it says they received their food, their food that, that is a daily thing to eat. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I know that sounds kind of dumb, but they're together eating yeah in their home yeah right and and so it's like in the context of um just a daily church life, it wasn't something that they just added to their schedule. It was like this is my schedule, and everything I else I, everything else i do yeah uh, it's because I have to it's a necessity, yeah you know, because you for sure you have to go to work, yeah, um if you're young, you have to go to school you have to you have to take care of practical things to live mm-hmm. But all of that, in a in a lot of ways, should even be for this church life. Mm-hmm. It should be for your day to day practice. Yeah, and it might be foreign if you've maybe never had this, or you think, well, it's not really practical today. Just to encourage you. Just to, just in this verse, try it. You have a friend maybe that lives somewhat close to you. Invite mm-hmm. them over for dinner. Yeah. Say, hey, uh, can we just have dinner together? You know, they're a believer. Yeah. You can maybe maybe that's a time where some burdens get born. Yeah. As in you, you're bearing one of those burdens. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's time to read
0: the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, so the setting of being in homes, it provides kind of the intimacy, I guess you can say. And, and the day by day, that kind of is counter to our week by week, or yeah. maybe week and then Wednesday. Um, but then it talks about, um, so that this, it's a smaller setting. It's more intimate. There's another verse in 1 Corinthians, this one kind of tells us, um, it's kind of the only verse that really explicitly says what they did in their meetings. Whether it be in a home meeting like this, or it says they sometimes gathered in the temple. So sometimes they did meet in a more, you know, corporate way with a lot of people. Um, so it says, you know, uh, in verse this is 1 Corinthians 14, verse 26. It says, what then brothers? Whenever you come together, each one has a psalm, has a teaching, has a revelation, has a tongue, has an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. Yeah. So it's whenever you come together, do each one has something to bring to the table. Maybe you have a song you want to sing. Maybe you have a teaching. Maybe you got a revelation. Maybe you have a tongue, you know, all these things. She, the 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 what characterized the meetings of the early church was mutuality. Everyone has something to bring to the table. Right. Um and and actually it, it says um it says if you know where is that verse about when if you all come together in one place? Do you know where that is two or three? It's in fourteen. Yeah. If anyone thinks Oh, here it is, 23. 23. If therefore the
1: whole church comes together, and I'll speak in a tongue. Oh, is that, that's not the verse. Yeah, that's it. So oh, it okay. it's,
0: it's giving a... The point is, it says if. Oh, I see. So the church didn't necessarily meet all in one place every week. Yeah. It was kind of a, a rare occasion. Right. Yeah, even historically. I was, I was reading this um,
1: book about... It's a biography on Paul. I think I mentioned it before, but it, historically in Rome... Even the there was a ton of homes. Yeah, they they even were like, and it, today we would call them house churches, but at that point in time, they're in Rome. They're the believers, and wherever the close proximity was, that's who they're meeting with in their home. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, so I, I think I like what you're saying though. Like as far as how to practically work this out, yeah, how do we do that. Because sometimes it's really hard when you hear this. Like I think most everybody would agree for the most part with what we're saying. Like. They know there's a difference between how they used to meet and how we meet mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Um, hopefully you get a little bit of the feeling of why it's really important that we care about how we meet. You know, it's not just, oh, they did that, but we do this, and it's like, who cares? Um, but it, it's a matter of how the church gets built up, and it's a matter of how are you going to be able to function and, you know, bear each other's burdens. Um, but I think practically um, there's one like you can practice in small ways getting with some other believers and meeting this way you know um, begin meeting in your home in an intimate way like get together with some other christians who love the lord and say hey I, can we get together for dinner maybe we can pray or you know something exactly. like that but get to know them and then pray in in a normal way yeah. make it a normal way to meet mm-hmm. um yeah that's right yeah
1: you just yeah you're giving yourself to one another um, you're giving yourself to just be open to this type of meeting. Right.
0: You know, and this type of carrying of the burdens. Right. Um, and I think, too, uh, another thing is, you know, there might... We talked a couple weeks back about, um, the, you know, the the local church and, and how to meet, like, right. according to the Bible. Yeah. There was one church in one city um, and with one eldership, actually. So um, you'd be surprised... Uh, if you're listening to this and it and you're not already living in this kind of way, there's probably a church, a, a church that's been established in your city according to this you know ground, right. um, that you should go find find out who, where they are, um, and get involved in one of these home meetings or or get involved in some of these saints' uh, lives. Right. Um, but if there's not one of those, um, maybe you should consider starting it. I mean, probably it should be done in fellowship with. You know, some of the surrounding churches, but, uh, I know I've gotten help. There's a book, um, the, the normal Christian church life. Yeah. By, right. uh, Watchman Nee. Watchman right. Nee. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And, and even another reference, I, I read a book, uh, maybe a couple of years ago and it was just titled The Brethren.
0: Hmm.
1: The Brethren. And that was, uh, it was a way that where they, they kind of saw, started seeing like, man, the way that we're meeting the brethren were around the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And they, they started recognizing exactly what we're talking about with yeah. this is an experience of like, and maybe there's, maybe there's some experiences of Christ or the way that the church is functioning that can't happen when we're meeting, we're basically coming to a classroom. Right. Right. Um, it needs to be, it needs to look more like a feast. It needs to look more like, oh, you have something of Christ. You have some experience you had this week. You had some breakthrough this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or on the flip side, maybe you had a failure and you need help. Yeah. You know, we need to have times where we can come together. And so one of the things the brethren did is they just established these. They they would have things called tea drinking meetings.
0: Nice. And they would
1: come together and they'd have their tea. Will and I are drinking tea right now. That's true. Is Oolong? Oolong Oolong tea. tea. Yeah, H-E-B. Yeah. I don't think the brethren had Oolong H-E-B tea. But regardless, they did have good tea, probably. I don't know. Anyways, they had tea and they'd gather. Yeah. And they called it their tea drinking meetings to bring people together. Yeah. And then they would read the Bible. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, there's, there's really small ways to work this type of meeting out. And they did it day by day. Right. And the reason that they're called the brethren is because they saw each other just as brothers. Just brothers, yeah. As I'm equal to you, you're equal to me. Yeah.
0: We right. can, yeah. And, and Watchman came from that tradition, uh, he saw kind of the matter of the church as one church in one city, um, but still, he he came from that background, that kind of a fellowship. And if you read the the works of the brethren, and if you read the works of Watchman nee, you'll realize, wow, these brothers really were blessed by the Lord with a lot of light and their spiritual experience of Christ. I mean, they're, we hear about how they, the things they went through and how they can describe it. It's like, man, they really knew the Lord. Right. When you begin meeting like this, you find that you not only are being obedient to the scriptures, but you actually get under the blessing of God. Yeah, He really when this when you're in this kind of arrangement, the Lord just pours out His blessing, mm-hmm. um, and it's really that that greatest joy on earth. Yeah, there's you. It's not a burden anymore. Oh, I got to go on Sunday, or should I go or should I not? It's I'm I'm living life with brothers, enjoying Christ, yeah. and in that kind of an atmosphere when you get in that setting it makes life so full of meaning mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah and I would just I mean you know and if you don't have time to get maybe get into these things get in the books and all that kind of thing um, I would just encourage you to consider you know First Corinthians 14 primarily 26 also the verse we mentioned earlier which is um, Ephesians 4 right. 7 yeah. which talks about the grace given yeah and just prayerfully consider these verses and then you know, um, maybe just maybe start praying to the Lord about, or is there someone I could start this with practically? Yeah. In, in a small way. Or what about, um, you know, praying with so and so? Maybe I could arrange a time to pray with them. Maybe I could arrange a time to eat with them with the intention of, hey, let's get into the word. Let's read a small chapter of the Bible. Yeah. Um, and I, I think you would be surprised at what the Lord can do and what the experience out of that would come.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, there's clearly need for, like, fundamental change across all of Christendom. Sure. Um, but it does start in these small ways, right? right? Um, and eventually the change will come. It's, it's starting in many places, so. But yeah, I, I think this is good. Maybe we could stop here. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to tell them what we're doing next week? I think next week would be great to do worship. Oh, yes, okay. I think it would be great to do worship. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, worship is not just singing.